Yo, everybody, it's Heat Override, and I'm ready to bring the pain for DrRoto.com this week. Ooh, yeah. I know that last week was really crazy, and then Thursday happened. The injury to Russell Wilson, that is insane. This year has been totally, totally bogus and weird, and then now you have Calvin Ridley sitting, and it's a game that you can't even play on the main slate anyway. So unless you played the Thursday to Monday slate or you're in a league set up like that, got to watch that Sunday game tomorrow. Anyway, I'm here for my weekly ultra contrarian DFS show. And I've got a couple sways this week. A lot of people are be running down to Damian Williams for Chicago and rightfully so. But do we really trust that matchup? Let's start out with the quarterbacks. So if you haven't checked out our cheat sheets yet over to drroto.com, you should head over there because we got them all up. They've, and we're ready to bring the pain to every slate for you this week. So if you need any questions, Dr. Roto is going to be live on Sirius XM from 7 to 9 tomorrow morning. And he will also be live answering the start sick questions in our subs only channel on Discord in the seasonal NFL. So just check that out, too. And then Chris Emmerich drops it with his last his last minute picks for DFS. It's such a great, great atmosphere we got going on right now. You definitely want to get over there and use the code word promo doc and you will get a percentage off your subscription. Now that that is out of the way, let's get to it. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. So Kyler Murray's my number one. I mean, I'm jumping the bandwagon. So what? He, they whooped up on my Rams. San Francisco starting Trey Lance. This might lead to some turnovers. This might not. I don't. This, this, this could be the future of this division. Right, because when Stafford retires here in a few years, if Trey Lance stays there, stays healthy, and keeps playing for San Francisco, he'll be good. Kyler Murray definitely seems like he's going to be in Arizona, so this could be a definite future look for the NFC West. You definitely want to check it out. But Kyler Murray is the most expensive quarterback, and a lot more expensive than Tom Brady. So a lot of people will be swaying to Tom Brady. I even looked at Aaron Rodgers. Definitely know that Aaron Rodgers. The Devontae Adams exploding game is going to happen. Mark that word. Don't bring the pain. Oh, yeah. So how are we going to differentiate ourselves? Well, Justin Herbert is at home in SoFi Stadium, and he's got the Cleveland Browns traveling across the country. Now, this is, this is a great, great, great matchup for me because both teams are into play. Baker Mayfield really hasn't had a good game yet. And I don't think he's going to have that great game against the Chargers defense. So this is going to come down to a lot of Chubb and Hunt like we've been seeing over the past few weeks. Some tight end work, and then hopefully they can get something out of these receivers. They really need Landry back because that's their middle guy. It's good, to have, it's, good, it's good to have Beckham, but we need Landry too. But anyway, let's think about it. Justin Herbert, while all the people are paying up, he's going to be sitting there at 6800 on DraftKings looking nice. Beautiful. And, and pe- a lot of people are catching on to Sam Darnold now. This is where I might start stepping away from Sam Darnold because Philly needs this game. In Carolina, they're kind of back and forth. We don't really know who they are, but we do know that Sam Darnold is comfortable. But that isn't ultra contrarian. My guy that I like that I'm going to be playing in a few lives, he is $6,000, is Daniel Jones. It's not because he's scored 22, 29, 16, and 30 fantasy points 
at being no more than 5,800, he finally hit the $6,000 plateau. And his running his production has been great. He's, he ran four times, and he got 27 yards last game. But previous games, 39, 95, and 27 with two touchdown rushing. So what that means for you if you're in a seasonal six-point league, you get that. This guy is definitely going to have a juicy matchup with the Cowboys, who ranked 31st against the, cow, the quarterbacks. At the same time, they just got rid of Jalen Smith, so they know that there's problems in their past. E- even if dudes got interception after interception on their team, it don't matter. What's going to end up happening is Daniel Jones is going to be a serviceable quarterback at $6,000, and a lot of other people are going to overlook him because they'll be going Trey Lance, or they'll be going down to you know, all the way down to maybe Jared Goff, who looks really cool. Maybe Big Ben finally gets that home cooking, needs a Permani brother sandwich or something, and then, bam, he blows up at 5,300. That's a, that's a deal. So with that, after that, that's about all I'm going. I'm not going to be playing with no Justin Fields. I'm not going to be playing these Jacoby Brissett games. That's where I'm going with quarterback. Let's move it over to running back. Derrick Henry is number one, and it, – at least we're getting A.J. Brown back for this game. So this could be a great game because Jacksonville isn't really good against the pass. So what's going to end up happening is this finally could be where A.J. Brown pulls a lot of that work off of Derrick Henry. But also at the same sense, the Titans seem to just love giving Derrick Henry the ball 30 times a game. And if they continue to do that, it puts them in the best chance to win. So let's do it. That's my top guy. That's everybody's top guy. That is not ultra contrarian. Ultra contrarian would be looking at Aaron Jones in Cincinnati because a lot of people sometimes dislike Aaron Jones, but he has a juicy matchup. At the same time, Saquon Barkley in that same giant game I was talking about, Dallas is good up front, but we just finally seeing where Saquon is finally getting his niche. He's getting those 13 rushes for 52 yards. He got five passes for 74 yards on six targets. He is getting the targets now. They gave him, they played it kind of easy the first few times out for the few season, you know, getting, you know, three targets in both games one and two. And then they amped it up to seven and six for a reason. This is right here who I'm going to put Daniel Jones and I'm going to put Saquon Barkley on a lineup together as a stack because they are going to connect. This last game kind of drew a lot of attention to him. I had him. He was definitely really sneaky. Get your Saquon Barkley stakes in. Ooh, yeah. I know you Giant fans are loving that. And, and don't count out Nick Chubb, too. Let's, let's go down. We're going to slip on down. Down into the land of the thing. See, Damian Williams, you do got a good matchup with Las Vegas. You're 56, though, bro. Like, I don't know. I don't think you really need to really pay down or pay up. And Miami really cannot s- stop the run. And Tampa Bay, last in their last game, proved it that they believe in Fournette. 20 attempts for 92 yards and three catches for 47 yards on five targets. They're finally starting to separate Fournette and Jones and this at 5,200 is a play that can definitely make your day. Oh yeah. <clears throat> so that being said, let's get it on to 
the wide receivers. Devontae Adams, you ready for it? I'm ready for it. How do you stay away from that? Do you go DeAndre Hopkins? I don't, I don't know. But I am liking another week of Terry McLaren. Oh, man, this dude right here. Great matchup. Price stayed about the same. So I, I'm not going to I'm not going to argue with that. What at 500? I mean, that's about. And at the same time, you have to look back to it that, that he is finally getting the targets. You know, that seven target game against Buffalo. I don't know what happened there. The 14 and 13 targets. You want every part of that. Get him in your lineup. 7,400. Everybody else be thinking, is that ultra contrarian? I don't think so. Not ultra enough. Everybody's going to be looking around, looking for that thing. You know, who's Xavier and how we're going to cover Mike Evans, AJ Brown, 6,500. Don't let him slip under your radars. Mention it right now. I already brought up. So that means, you know, that just play Tannehill rule is in effect. I really, a lot of people are going to be running CD lamb. A lot of people are going to be doing that because he's definitely going to get his target share with, with Cooper out. And he was only getting, you know, like you get that first game 15, but then you get nine, three, five. So you can tell he kind of fell off there for me. You want to go down. You can, you can start looking at Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay. I'm not impressed. I like Antonio Brown at 5,200. That's 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 if you're going to go cheap, that's where you go cheap at, because, you know, he's going to get the targets, you know, that with without Gronk there, I mean, last game, 11 targets, you, that right there, the game he got knocked out, he had three targets, you know, so he he misses a week. He's back to it. He's only going to benefit and it's 5200 and it saves you money. Get Antonio Brown in your lineups. Let everybody else worry about the Mike Evans and Chris Godwin battle. You do your Antonio Brown. Dig it. And outside that, we all good. Let's move over to the tight end. Because there's some, there's some people. Now, you got Darren Waller as the highest. This is why the Vegas Raiders are going to win this game. I'm not, I'm not sold on fields yet. So, and I know a lot of people you might not, I'm not being hard on them. I just think that Vegas Raiders have been getting a lot of pressure on the quarterbacks, all right? They're getting at least two sacks a game, which means they're getting multiple pressures, and that's going to lead to some problems. Again, we just seen Cleveland get sack after sack after sack. Garrett, what, four and a half sacks? That's a reason that happens. That's going to be good for your Darren Waller stakes. It's going to be good for your Josh Jacobs stakes, too, if they let him loose. But, you know, they have a lot of... Uh, they had just get Josh Jacobs. <laughs> so no fault finally came up. Dalton Schultz is finally coming up. My guy, I'm going to, and I think a lot of you already know, and a lot of people are going to, is it's it's Mike Gusecki. It's Mike Gusecki, man. Ever since you know the last few weeks has finally woke up. I mean, these targets, you know, six targets last week, 12 the prior week. You know, we're looking at what's going on right now. That means catches. For $4,200, if you can get a receiver for that and you would get that from a receiver for that, you'd be like, wow, you're getting that from your tight end. Get him in your lineups. He is definitely going to save you a lot of money. Is he that ultra contrarian play that we might be looking for that I should be bringing up? 
I still think he is because I think a lot of people are going to still go pay up for Darren Waller. They're going to be fascinated with Goddard. And then that's where it's going to go. And they don't really go down. But here you go. Cameron Brate's been getting some work as well. I don't really trust the whole fact that he got six targets and five targets in the past two games. He's not doing much with them, but he's in a good spot. I do like Evan Engram, though. At 3,200, you want to go cheap and you want to stack the Giants, you do Daniel Jones, you do Evan Ingram, you do Saquon Barkley for a changeup. And that right there, why? Because since he's come back, he's got six targets in each of the past two games. And the Giants are starting to get banged up at receiver. This is only going to be more targets for Evan Ingram. And Dallas is going to score on them. So if they're going to want to be stay with Dallas, and start try to play up to this is the division game. You got to throw the ball, and the other guy on that ball catching it is going to be Engram. Bam! That's how we do it. Oh yeah! So outside of that, you know, we're gonna move it back out. Tight ends are done. We're getting all there. Defense. Patriots are number one. And doesn't it feel like Houston could be super ultra sneaky, contrarian at twenty three hundred dollars? You're playing at home. This is your field. You might, you have a decent team. The Patriots are good, but I'm not totally sold on Jones yet. So that tells me that if you want to get really cheap at defense and you want to throw a dart at the field because defenses really don't get many points anyway, but if we get a couple fumbles or interceptions off of Jones, Bam, one of them goes pick six. You got a $2,300 defense. You got cheap tight ends. We've mentioned a couple cheap receivers and running backs paying paying mid-price for quarterback. This leaves you so many ways you could build a team. If you want to get a little offbeat right there, I mentioned the Vegas Raiders at $2,900 on DraftKings is also juicy as well, too. Yes, I'm targeting rookie quarterbacks that that have proven that they have not been that good in that good against an NFL defense every single week one defense a two defenses couple defenses now I'm in your head we're all in your head because you're going down and if you want to go up don't sleep on the Steelers Teddy B going down was a big 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 thing and now the Steelers are at home they're getting a little healthier, and this is where Denver is going to lose. Mark my words, because my Rams already won. But for the Steelers, if you want a sneaky st- stack, stack the Steelers, and you will be cashing. That's it for this week, everybody. I hope you have a great day tomorrow. This will be out. Look forward to more content on drrodo.com of all sorts of podcasts. Check out and get over there. Our Discord is super duper awesome, and we have so much fun in there talking to all of our subs about which ways to move, and everybody just gets along. It's the best thing. So without further ado, always remember to bring the pain, and may the points be with you. See y'all, everybody. Ow!